consciousness, health, and mindset. Welcome to the Ascend Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris Hopper. And I'm Dan Harrison. Together, we are all wisdom and knowledge. Hey, what is up everyone? Hope you are all feeling amazing. In this episode is another conversation for our time in London. We talked to an incredible, light-hearted guy called Felix Price. And if you're wondering why there's not been any episodes over the last few weeks, that is because my laptop decided to blow up on us when I was away in Spain on a yoga retreat. I sat down to actually launch an episode for you all and bam the laptop just stopped working probably is a sign from the universe saying that you're in a beautiful place on a yoga retreat what the hell are you doing trying to go on your laptop either that or the powers to be are trying to stop these conversations stop you from thinking alternatively and i'm definitely going for the second one a government conspiracy <laughs> But anyway, it was actually quite a nice break. Anyway, it did not have to put out a podcast for two weeks. As sometimes in life, it is good to take a break from even the most important things that we do in our lives. And we've actually been doing this podcast now for nearly two years. It's completely flew by. And before last week's mishap, we'd only ever missed one episode before that. So please let me off, let us off. (laughs) And now normal service will resume and the podcast will start rolling out. And hopefully this week, I'll also be putting out a second podcast, so you'll be getting two. But anyway, Felix, on with this episode, Felix is a teacher of yoga, mindfulness, and martial arts. He also mixes spiritual arts of yoga and shamanism together, and he also incorporates weight training, calisthenics, and martial arts to his practice. And something that really shocked me was that when I was actually prior to this podcast, when I was watching Felix's cool videos that he's done, doing yoga and body weight, and he was making them look so easy. And when we actually met him in person, he really was a big guy. He must be at least 6'4 easy. So even more impressive when he is doing these yoga movements and calisthenics, it really does highlight his incredible ability. So anyway, this was really a cool podcast. And just before we jump this one, I just wanted to see if you do want to support the podcast, the best way you can do it is through our Patreon page. It allows you guys to all crowdfund this thing and you really would be contributing to something incredible. So anyway, without further ado, Felix Price, enjoy. Anyway, um, yeah, thanks, thanks so much for doing this. It's really, yeah, yeah. it is a really pleasure to meet you as well. And I actually, the first place I straight wanted to go with this as well straight away is when I actually found come across your work. Like I was saying before, was um, when we come across obviously that video, the inspirational video that you did when you were moving in the streets and stuff like that, and showing your lifestyle and what you go, how how you live your life and things like that, which I thought was really uh, inspiring. Um, we actually came, we both came across this, but the word of your sort of 
the way, the way that you sort of present your image, it says urban avatar, urban avatar. But I actually wanted to straight away ask you, like, what is an urban avatar? Because we thought that was just so cool. Oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, yeah. What's an urban avatar? Um, well, it's uh, still in the development, in, cre- yeah. in creation, and yeah. um, it's uh, like a, it's, it's a name that came through over over a few years, and um, was like a play on of all all the the, um, the uses of the word, the kind of the modern meanings and the ancient meanings of the word now mm-hmm. as well, because. Uh, it can mean different things in different different contexts. Yeah. So you've got like the classic, like the uh, ancient uh, Sanskrit name, which can be translated as, you know, in different ways, but generally a free soul incarnating out of choice yeah. to come and be a teacher or be a, be a guide in some way, you know? Yeah, I like that. So like you've, you've, you've completed enlightenment you've you've transcended you've uh left the cycle of incarnation yeah but, but you an avatar will, will incarnate in a come, human form yeah yeah back in a human form so like classically they talk about like krishna or jesus or buddha like these are like avatars they, they they're described and obviously you get like all sorts of uh, other people's own personal interpretations of the word yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but then you had then there's the film, uh, the recent film Avatar. Yeah. Um, and that that just blew me away really because that came at a time when that year I'd uh, I'd started painting myself blue like before this before this film oh. came out and uh, shaved my head like a Mohican and was getting really into the South America and the ayahuasca. Uh, ceremonies and all the uh, shamanistic rituals and that kind of um, those all those worlds, and then this film comes out like showing this this people this culture living at one with nature, yeah, in that way you know in that in that yeah in that very very connected way yeah James Cameron last year he got his inspiration from an ayahuasca so he could do um, right yeah do the avatar I didn't actually know that at first but when he when I heard a story we had a guest on our podcast it was Michael Sanders wasn't it he taught us because he wrote a book called The Ayahuasca Enlightenment I think it is where he talked about his ayahuasca experiences anyway but he brought that to us it's fascinating that James Cameron actually did he did do ayahuasca and I mean obviously I know you've done ayahuasca as well but um, it's interesting how more and more people around the world are just sort sort of start to wake up a little bit and looking at alternative information and things like that. But before as well, I want to say because when you were talking about um, the essence of what urban avatar means, it's interesting because um, it's sort of like when you were saying about the spiritual context of like, see if we are avatars because we believe that we are just like me and Chris talk about this. We believe that our bodies are just sort of vessels for our consciousness. But it's interesting how um, yeah. see like the the aspect that you're bringing together though is with that realization what you were saying before as well. But it's sort of like the urban essence of it is like sort of in the kiosk. Like we're in London now and um, it's sort of, it, it's not, I don't know if the right word's kiosk, but it is, in a sense, there's a lot going on, let's say. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, if you bring that that, that sort of, that common aspect of like the um, avatar into the urban environment, like them two worlds. I mean, how do you, how do you sort of, like how do you deal with that essence, like them two worlds? Like with what you've seen before, the understanding of like, see, we are sort of um, like spiritual beings sort of, being put in the kiosk let's see I mean how do you sort of how do them two worlds it, like, it's hard to explain but how do them two worlds can you speak to that do you know what I mean how them yeah, two worlds yeah, come yeah. together um, I think for for me it's about 
uh, also take, taking time to be inside, like inside yeah. myself and um, tuning into like the own the the state that I'm in inside myself. So, uh, and that that being something that can be free from uh, external situations, so not being like dependent on my environment yeah. to be in in peace and happiness and paradise, you know. Which were a lot of for a lot of years, and you know, it comes and goes in waves and stuff. But looking to, I was just looking to get out of the city, like as far away as possible. I went and lived in South America for a long time, like to be away, like being nature and being be nature, like because just thinking, okay, paradise, like looking for paradise externally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. going to go to the most beautiful place with the right waterfall and everything. Um, and then you know what en- what ends up what ended up happening was I stayed there for a certain amount of time and then you realise that there's human situations and issues and stuff begins yeah. to um, unravel and you realise oh stuff's going on like I thought I was in paradise but still <laughs> stuff can get Did you, just kind of can get strange you know so I was thinking oh, okay well either. paradise is not a, not a location it's a, it's a it's a state of mind it's yeah. a state it's a state of being so mm something switched for me and I said okay let me go back to where I'm from you know South London and then we go stay there and uh, do my do my uh, walk my path in, in South London you know but back to stay in that awareness of the highest reality and stay connected to nature uh, in in London in, in London you know like where I'm from it's yeah. more like because I'm because I'm because I was born here yeah. so I, I feel like a, I've got like a deep connection to this area just because just because I'm was this is where I'm from this is where I do you think you would have understood that deep connection if you didn't go traveling though? Do you think because you no, needed no, to go traveling? Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was always like, I used, I used to go before and then come back just because I sort of had a ticket back or something. I needed to come back, but I still have it. Like I hadn't got to that realization yet. So I was every, every time I was back in London, I was like, oh, I want to go away. I want to get out of here or something. Yeah. And then I would that would um, that would take me on to the next trip. Until I when I went to Brazil in two, 2012, and then I stayed there for like seven months. It took me, you know, maybe five or six months before it was like boom, that kind of thing. Ah, oh, cool. Like I've been away for long enough, and then I feel like I can come back. And then in the last five years, I've been way more grounded and like um, centered, like here in London. Like even though it's crazy and chaos, and people are like tight, tight and tense and afraid of walking on the street and stuff. Like. Can st- <laughs> I haven't had that like oh I need to get out yeah, like it, yeah. it does come when I do get out and I do take time to have a retreat and like go to go back to nature it's, but you can do it in different ways sorry yeah. oh, no, no, yeah. sorry, sorry. even just in parks and stuff like mm. parks and woods and stuff that are in London there, yeah, is, yeah. there is places yeah I was I was definitely getting the feeling of like a very intense vibe like when you come in at London you, you kind yeah, of experience yeah. the culture I mean um we're talking like um, what our last guest and he was saying like it's everyone's has this intensity about them because they have like in London it's kind of like a doggy dog world I mean everyone's fighting for jobs parking spaces yeah. um, like restaurants everything like housing and everyone wants something what the other person's got so you kind of like bred into this culture of like mm. it's mine it's mine it's got to be mine and whereas kind of when you, yeah. when you step out and you look you take a look at the bigger picture of it all you sign it. You kind of like look like I've been living in the insanity for so long. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I think that kind of goes for for not just for London. I'm just using that example, but it goes for I even recognise that in where we live. I recognise that all over the world. Like you, you mm. go to different places around the world, and, and I still think there's a there's an essence to human beings that this is mine, this is yours. It's just like there's some sort of 
I mean, it's. I don't really think it's a, to a certain degree. Yeah. It's not even the people's fault. It's like a. It's, so, it's sort of. It comes from a, an agenda that I don't want to go there, but it comes from like an agenda that's been like portrayed by the media to sort of to make people feel to, to fear monger people to make them like don't associate with these people. They're not good for you. Don't go over the border here. Don't go yeah, here. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But I think when you like with you as well, when you obviously you would have noticed that when you start start to get to know yourself more and you come more self centered, you realise that's just all that bullshit. That's, that's all bullshit. Mm. I mean, do you do you find that as well when you start associate with more people and get to know yourself mm. more? You realise that all these, I mean, these divides that are that are sort of portrayed in a way, like it makes you, you realise that's just that's just like being manufactured to a certain degree. Yeah, well, um, uh, personally, I've, I've uh, this is all like a duality. Yeah, that's, that's what I see. Like yeah. this, where, where we are right now, what we're what we're kind of jointly tuned yeah, into yeah. this this world or realm or frequency yeah. mm. is a duality. And um, you, you, so you're going to get both. Like you're going to get it constantly. And um, sometimes the more, like the more light you'll get or the more amazing something is, like right next there'll be like the, the worst, you know, like the worst aspects will be like even closer, even bigger. So mm. I think if if I'm always if I'm always looking to uh, be constantly like everything good and like uh, all all the good stuff you know all the light and the the angels and stuff yeah. like you kind of living in denial and you're ne- you're gonna be just constantly like ca- uh, chasing something that's in this in this realm um, is always balanced out by the yeah. other yeah definitely. so it's, it's more to be more on the journey to actually don't don't chase it like that that kind of perfection but practice more like sit practice just sitting in the middle and being economist being more fight, find the balance yeah. between the two and then being like in between the yeah the, the, it's, dark, it's the, the dark and the light you it's know? that fight between the, uh, the black and white because everyone likes wants to perceive it as, as all black and white but the truth is, is there's no black and white there's there's so many different frequencies there's so many different colours to this game yeah. and we're just experiencing like a touch of it I mean me me and you could both like go out there with a hundred pound and and like somebody could change their life in an amazing way but then some people could get some drugs with it and could end up very completely like ruin their life just from like a decision on like Mm. something so simplistic like whether giving somebody a hundred pound or not how is that going to impact their life I mean but also because also as well within that as well what you've seen there like you said someone else could go and spend a hundred pound on some um, drugs whatever but it's within that hundred pound that they spent on drugs that they would because they chose that decision they would learn something else that they wouldn't have if they chose the other path so it's like the game, like it's full of polarities of like a, it's like a video game, it's like a video game in a sense, like you, you fight different, uh, have different boss battles yeah. and if you chose to fight, if you didn't choose to fight the boss battle, you wouldn't learn something about your character, you wouldn't earn like six more em- emeralds that you learn, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what yeah. it's like, it's, no, like, it's a good point, it's par- polarities in the game. That's, so. like, that's another another reference for the name Urban Avatar, is kind of like that computer game yeah, style, yeah. as you know. Uh, in the modern role player games, they call the character the avatar, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you're playing a game. You, that's your avatar that you're controlling yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So that, that's that's one of the theories. That's one of the concepts I have about what, what we're doing right now. This is a this is a simulation, a game, yeah, yeah. A, a matrix that we're in in some way. And these are our avatars that we're controlling around. Yeah, so yeah. we're in the urban environment, so it's urban avatars. We, I mean, what I was going to say, where we we actually we're on that understanding that we are just sort of um, we've agreed to some sort of. We, to some essence we've like let's see we, we've said this before haven't we let's say that we're um, in another I don't know what it is another world or whatever it is and then um, 
you decide to just plug yourself in in this game and this game's called Earth and you just plug yourself in and we're here now, like us three here, Felix, you, Chris, me, we're just sort of, just we're already, this is, we're actually, we've, we've, we've given ourselves a form of amnesia and we forgot that we're actually playing this game and also, also just sitting here just experiencing sort of trying to remember and then this. Yeah. But the polarity in that as well of us, if, if that understanding is true, I think that's like that essence of if we have given ourselves a form of amnesia and us sitting here, I think there's something so funny, but there's something also something so beautiful that you, when you gain that understanding, if that is true, and you allow allow that sort of truth to go f- to flow through you, that we are just sort of this is just a game. There's something that um that gives a gives away that it gives away the stress that the the it gives away the stress that the part of the game sort of provides on your mind. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives you like a totally different perspective. Yeah, because it, it sort yeah. of allows you just to um to not worry about. Not worry about all the bullshit that the game is trying to sort of trick you into believing that's real. Mm. But like when you step, when you do really st- embody that truth, that it's just it's just a game. Just relax, just chill out, just just like yeah. let the game just play play the I, game. Don't let the game play play you. I agree, but then I that's also I feel think anyway. there's a bit of polar um, polar opposite as well, where you do need to start taking the game seriously because you because this is a gift and it's a very mm. rare gift that you've been given. I mean, like. The, like the chances of us being here are four hundred and twenty trillion trillion billion to one. That is the like the chance of us actually being here right now in this moment. But other though, got it, teach, yeah, I've seen other though. If, well, if, from if, science, if the game if the game's um, been created a billion times, well, if I was to like, even if it's true or false, if I look at that whole identity of that and I analyze it, then I've got to treat it as a gift, and I've got to have a purpose of why I'm here. I can't. I, I agree with you. You're meant to have a little bit of play and enjoy life, in the, but there is a time where you can just take life a bit seriously. Like, because some people don't, and yeah. like to the point of where the, the life passes them by and they don't like mm. end up doing anything with it. Whereas if you understand it is a gift and you have like limited time here, enjoy it, hundred percent enjoy it. But contribute, do something incredible with this gift, make someone's life amazing. Uh, it goes. It goes back to the what you were saying before about the balance. Or like, there's that balance point though where you can you can you can relax too much and you can sort of take the and you can also do do yeah to keep the game too seriously there's that balance in the middle um i mean something i want to ask you i mean this was something i want to obviously resonate with me when i was looking at your at your stuff you were doing and things like that but with your um i mean you've you've went really i would say that you with me i don't really know you personally obviously we've just started knowing you, know you now but um Looking from the outside, sort of thing. You are someone who, I mean, I know. I think you did. Was it you did yoga for eight years? Was that correct? Um, what is that? Different sort of ways you can answer the question. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. like eight, or maybe I haven't even started yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I, lo- I, lo- I love. I love that. Like, yeah, that's cool. Maybe answer. I've been, you know, many lifetimes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah cool. So, I love that. It's either like, it's either like, you know, since two thousand and five, or I haven't started yet, or thousands of years. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. Wait. So I was just something I wanted to ask you about with you doing the yoga for eight years. I mean, I've been doing yoga now, or maybe doing it for more, like you say, <laughs> in past lives and stuff like that. But um, to a certain degree, I've been doing yoga, say, intensely now for about four or five years, and it's it's been for me anyway. It's been a journey of me really like that practice of me. It's been really me stripping back to who I truly am, just me and the body. That's it. Nothing, nothing else. Just me and the body when I'm especially when I'm in my session and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm doing yoga practice by myself, but I mean. What I want to say, speak with you, you to speak to, and say your thoughts on is, and what I've noticed is that when when I'm doing intense yoga practices and things like that, I have this, um, I tap into this sort of lightness within the body, and, it, and the reason why I bring it up for is because 
it sort of speaks to what we were talking about before how we are consciousness we are just avatars in the body like playing a game there's something about like what yoga does that when you're in the moments of like you get in these you do a two hour or a three hour deep yoga session that the body becomes light and it's sort of like the I, I, do, you, do you feel that though the, like the body becomes light and maybe we are tapping into this the real essence of like the computer character behind the avatar sort of d- degree does that make sense mm. to you like do you feel that lightness when you have a deep yoga session uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what got me. That's what got me. You know, really uh, interested in it from the very first session. Yeah, yeah. Like a totally different state, a totally different feeling. Yeah. Um, physically, mentally, at first, you know, mm-hmm. and then eventually, uh, uh, spiritually, t- tapped into it more spiritually yeah. as well. Yeah, there's just something for me the way um, that when I'm when I'm doing yoga and things like that, it's. It's weird. I mean, I'm, I might be just because I'm thinking too. I'm thinking too big and too deep about it. But there's just something that there's some sort of transition that happens between. I mean, I know as well. You might you might know this, but there's a lot of. Um, I think it was in the book. Um, yeah, the book of a yogi by is it Yogananda? I think it is who wrote that yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. But he they talk about how in the past, like spiritual masters and things like that, whatever you want to call them, yoga teachers, spiritual masters, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they when they did do the practice and went deep into their practice and went extensively into it there's this like a window that opens up like through like through the body like with you actually doing the practice the body mm. opens up a window into your deeper co- levels of consciousness yeah i mean um i mean do you do you do you ever, do you ever feel that do you ever feel like i mean i know that in old um ancient texts and stuff like that I used to talk about how i mean i don't know if this is this is to be taken literal because a lot of stuff is just like is it like metaphor metaphorically speaking but they speak about the lightness like your body becomes so light yoga used to float like that's i don't know if that's just a metaphor and I'm open. I'm open to the possibility that maybe that was the case, but who knows? Yeah. But do you do you ever like? Does that make, make speak speak to you a bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had glimpses. Um, for me, this is more why sometimes I say like I haven't even started yet. Yeah. Um, because all my all my glimpses or my experiences of enlightenment or awakenings um, have mainly happened through uh, <laughs> with psychedelic plants, yeah. like mushrooms or ayahuasca or DMT. And then it's just been, you know, no, yeah, boom, <laughs> <laughs> like like a full on experience, like a full body, you know, lightness, yeah. leave the body, everything. Um, you know, there's been no doubt about whether whether it wasn't like oh, I did that something was like this is really happening, like <laughs> really, and then and then it wears off, and then I'm kind of back to um, a kind of normal a normal state again, and then the so doing something like a yoga you know normal modern day yoga class or something mm-hmm. like like you know these hour and a half classic session yeah. or two hours something um yeah it's like a nice it's a nice physical therapy and mm. uh, mental mental space and a calm and i can feel uh a certain you know different kind of sensations and stuff that yeah. you can create after doing that, that kind of exercise um, it's just like compared to compared to what's happened in like ceremonies and stuff. It's like it's tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tiny compared to yeah, what, what happens over like a like a 12, 10 to fifteen hour experience that I've had on my own in nature. You know? Yeah. I love so that. I can't. So I, I respect like what I can do in an hour or two. Yeah. But I don't really take it too seriously. Person, like yeah. I'm, I, w- I would like to. I'll go into the intention. You know, each session to really like fully embody yeah. it and everything. I'm not like thinking that I'm going to be levitating in that session. Yeah, like, yeah, it's mm. not like it's just okay. This is going to be da da da. 
work my work my lines, clear clear my channels. Yeah. yeah. Feel nice and clear at the end. You know? yeah. yeah, I like. The, uh, sorry, I was, I'll go ahead. I was, I was just yeah. gonna say I, uh, I like when the analogy of like um, how psychedelics like ayahuasca and mushrooms can really like push you off the cliff, and but whereas uh, is yoga and like like the long process is like someone's like taking a little uh, child for a walk, and that and the, the whole process is mm-hmm. like both of them will lead you to the destination what you seek. Yeah, but it's just how do you yeah, want like, to get there? Yeah, I mean if you want the fast being thrown off the middle of a cliff go and do the um, the, uh, the ayahuasca and stuff like that yeah but I was just thinking that I mean do you get more of a sense of a, like the realisation when you're in yoga or do you get the more of a sense of the realisation when you're outside of yoga and you're doing all the, the psychedelics well for, um, for me like yoga there is if, if I'm actually in yoga if I'm actually doing yoga there is no outside yoga mm. do you know what I mean like, yoga, like that's, that's the more if I, I, I want to understand what it is I want, I want to feel it so I've had I've had my glimpses of it, and it's for me. If I if I think about it as something separate to doing it's anything else, then I don't really understand it yet. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. so <laughs> even you guys ask, have I done yoga today? It's like I'm I, doing yoga all the time. I, I think either I'm doing it the whole time, or I'm not even doing it at all. Yeah. So, so, can I, so I just, just kind of like disconnection of like thinking it's like the thing that people do when you put the mat out and you do yeah. your do your thing, and then yeah. you put the mat away, and then you're not doing yoga anymore. Yeah. It's, okay, I'm, I'm, I try and understand it like okay, that's like a part of yoga is is doing daily exercises, yeah. and a part of it is, um, you know, walking around, what you eat, what you drink, what you, how you talk to people. Yeah. I get in the car with someone, I'm gonna chat to the guy. But it's like it's like constantly walking. You know, one of these foundations is walking the highest awareness. Walk, yeah, walking the awareness of the highest reality at all times, all situations, all relationships, all yeah. places. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like to me, yoga is a sense of being and not just like an act. That's what yeah. I get. Oh, even like a like a feeling. Think of it as like a feeling. It's like it's, it's a way you feel. Can you do you feel connected right now? Well, yes, I yeah. do. I yeah, yeah. I'm like really resonating off your vibe. I'm feeling are you like, unli- are you so online? You know, are you like, are you, are you connected? Living in the present moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living in the present moment. I'm feeling, feeling a thing around. It's yeah, all around us. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like we're talking. Yeah, it's, it's not far away. It's, it's we're in it right now. It's, it's, it's That's the, cool. It's the, yeah, I love that. I, I really, I really do love that. I love how you like sort of you zoom out from the perspective of just not being the practice because that's the way. Like when I was when I was framing the question, it's just trying to. It's just the way I'm trying to frame the question is to a sense of like, see, when I said before, oh, do you do yoga? Did you do yoga today? It's just a sense of that, that understanding what you're saying that where you zoom out and you have the perspective of like, yes, everything is a state of movement. Like every, like that's why I'm sitting on the floor now because mm. I'm aware that I don't want to be like, I'm not, not no, no, no judgments, nothing like, not on anyone else. Mm. Everyone's on their own journey, but that awareness of what you were saying before, that state of awareness, that's why I like to sit on the floor because I feel that, I'm always doing yoga. I'm always like what you were saying before. But when I was trying to dissect the question before, of like going more practical, like saying and more focused, because there's, there's definitely a difference for me anyway. And you'll probably relate to this. There's a difference between being in a state of yoga as well, but there's also a, a practical aspect of where you actually just you because there's so much going on in life. There's so much like no matter how much you're in a state of yoga, there's so much like sensory output like constantly yeah. all the time. Mm. But there's a practical aspect of when you when you just take your physical yeah. body and it's just you and on the mat or floor and just do you understand what I mean? Sadhana. I think I've heard of it. I'm yeah, not too. Sa- sadhana is a good word for describing that. I like yeah. It, yeah. Because uh, in yoga you have yoga sadhana. Sadhana is practice. Yeah. So that's that's the the process of purification through intense 
practice or something, mm-hmm. you know, discipline or exercises. So a good word for, for describing it is, is saying sadhana, you know? So ha- have a, what, what's your sadhana? Like, yeah. like it's, it's a nice way because it's like oh, yoga, okay, yoga is everything, you know, you're walking, you know, violence, truth, um, whole time. And yeah, you have, you know, some time for uh, earning money or keeping things going or relationships and stuff, so- social time. But then, yeah, so- certain time for having like a retreat, you know, you, you can call that your sadhana. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, I did. I did some sadhana this morning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. beautiful. Um, yeah. go on, go oh, ahead. I was just gonna say. Um, I, I, we I've just recently put a video before um, on our Facebook uh, page, and it was all about. It was a yoga um, teacher, and he was saying like a lot of um, yoga right now is becoming too modernized, and it's becoming like a bit too like like kind of um, disconnected from its original source. Your man with the. Yes, yeah, like, I saw it. Yes. Wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really and he was seeing like stuff like beer yoga, hot yoga, and these are sort of like <laughs> t- things that determine away yeah. from like what it truly is. And that basically, he was trying to say like, if you want, there's two different types of like pathways to go on. You can go on to this whole commercialized route. I mean, he said like eighty billion is that is how much um, the yoga industry is worth right now. But, wow. but whereas you would say it's priceless, or you couldn't even put a price on it. And whereas yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like. Is it a good thing, like so, like it's becoming a bit modernized, so it's getting out there, or is it? Are you think it's losing touch for it, like what it truly is? Because it sounds like you've got it yeah, understand I, it. I think in in this in this world, in this duality, there's lots of opportunities to get on uh, upward spirals and downward spirals of thought and visualization, and there's a lot of traps in um, in the spiritual in the spiritual journey. Yeah, and I think even. There's, there can be time and place for criticism as well, so it's good. But, it's, you know, there's so much good things to think about. Like, it's almost, <laughs> almost like a waste of time to even criticize. To kind of, I say this as a person who criticizes yoga a lot, so I'm basically like, talking, <laughs> talking to myself. But, like, why do I even bother criticizing yoga when there's like, I mean, there are so many things in this, in this world that are like so, you know, needing love and, and pay, you know so much you know war and poverty and yeah, all yeah. that and, and crazy uh, environmental situations and stuff like why don't we focus put some put some positivity towards that rather yeah people's going stretching on a plastic mat in a studio and doing a bit of stretching and they call it yoga it's like okay yeah it's not Shiva meditating on top of a yeah. mountain like, <laughs> <laughs> transcending uh, transcending everything yeah. but you know it's not it's not that bad it's not yeah, it's not really yeah. that bad it's not it's not no one's getting hurt at least like, like you know at least no one's getting hurt like and sometimes it's like um it's it's an entry for people to get it might be an entry for someone they might start doing beer yoga in um you know la fitness yeah. or something and then they might just get a good feeling from it and say oh yeah i'll do yoga again and then they they might a year later go someone might tell them it's about vegetarianism or veganism as well and they might be like oh let me look into that and then do you know, you know what I mean it's like a ripple yeah. Yeah, can be ripple effect like. there's every level for everything I, I mean yeah. I, went, I went through that that's process. a good point actually I yeah. went through that process where I was um, like how I got my story how I got into yoga was um, it's interesting because even thinking deep going deeper um, it was actually through bodybuilder movements <laughs> so yeah. it's like completely detuted the other side of the world where my mind's not at, at now 
but I still respect that. But I respect where I come from because I was doing a lot yeah. of bodybuilding movements and I was trying to improve me. Um, I think I was trying to improve me deadlift. And someone mentioned on a video said, "Oh, you might want to try yoga to so you can get in the position a bit better." And um, I tried yoga and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "This is where I need to be." And then that sent me on a journey of, of transition now, where I've, like in the minute, obviously you know where I'm just mm. at the minute. I'm just doing all body weight. I do body weight movements and. Yeah. Uh, I know that you've, you, you've incorporated I think you've went back haven't you? actually here's a question for you as well actually because you've um, sort of stepped back now haven't you and you've went to more I mean you, see, you said before you were doing yoga for 8 years let's say on a practical level and then you were doing yeah I know you do a lot of body weight movements and stuff like, stuff like that but you've have you, is it true that you've went you've sort of transitioned and added like um, an aspect of weights to that as well now yeah uh, so my yoga now is deadlifting. Yeah. <laughs> that's like well, my, my sadhana. That's, that's how yeah. I that's, um, sadhana. sadhana. That's, yeah. that, that's how I call it sadhana. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like I don't. I did so much flexibility um, practice, contortion, like getting myself into all the different shapes mm-hmm. for many years. That was like somewhere that, to be honest, I was really kind of comfortable in, like in in making in pushing myself. It was more comfortable, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't even stepped anywhere near doing squats or deadlift or powerlifting or this kind of mm-hmm. or crossfit exercises at all yeah mm. um so after after a few years it's kind of like my my practice got a bit i kind of got a bit complacent with it really because i'll go to a, within the yoga bubble of you know the studios and stuff like yeah if i go to that that class or that practice um it kind of I can be a certain way in the class, you know, and it can seem like a, a certain level of something, you know, and people yeah, react yeah. in a kind of way and, you know, you get you get attention for for doing particular poses. So that can maybe fulfill like a certain ego gratification. Oh, I'm, I'm a certain level of yoga or something. And then when I went, then I actually kind of got back more into training, uh, doing weights with my friends. And I go to the, <laughs> the gym to try to do some squats. And all of a sudden, I'm like the weakest guy like, yeah. ever. Like, humbles you to a certain degree. Totally humble, you know what I mean? But, but at the same time, it was completely uh, like a big wake up. And I, and I loved it. It was like, wow. I'm so rubbish at doing deadlifts. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been working like so intensely to work out how to bend my back like as much as possible in all these different shapes and positions, and yeah, hold it. You know, hold it in some, but not no real test of it. Right. And then all of a sudden, I've got this bar, and I've just been told the guys like, "Yeah, keep your back straight." Yeah. And it's like, it was a big wake up. It's so. interesting because I, mean, um, I come from. The, um, it's interesting how you said that because I I went the other way. So I yeah, was yeah, I was yeah. very sort of uh, weight orientated, and at the minute I'm transitioning all like sort of body weight and yoga, and because I, I neglected that area, right, right. so it's sort of the p- parallels of like. But so, someone I want to ask you as well, but within that as well, because I mean, did because for me anyway, when I one of the one I'll explain one of the reasons to try and give you a bit more context mm. in your mind. So one of the reasons for me why I went from the the weight I ex, weight, when I was doing body lift, body weight lift, lifting and CrossFit and stuff like that in the beginning. It sort of transitioned from body weight to CrossFit to body weight and then to like yoga as well, like more of a stretching aspect of the body, like stretching the body out. But at that time when I was doing too much uh, heavy lifting, my body felt heavy, like really heavy enough. I, I didn't feel like, like now my body feels a lot more sort of loose and rigid yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, but did you feel that, was that was that why you did go to body? Do you feel that there's a, there's a line where you can go too far in terms of like, being too flexible or do you is that was that was that the full process yeah yeah totally that's why um 
I found it it was it was great to go and do this do the the weight stuff yes yeah. it's it uh, it like my body was so loose and so open I, I was stretching but I didn't even like I couldn't even feel anything like both legs wow. behind the head no problem wow. not even I'm hardly I'm just totally comfortable there and then when I started doing the weights now when I stretch it's like wow I can, like I really I'm really feeling it I'm still I'm still flexible but now like when I go and do like my I could go and do like an hour all this all the stretching yeah, yeah. Uh, aspects from the, the you know, yoga systems and sequences it's just like it feels it was amazing because I can go in and it feels like completely stiff like because I've done a I love this. workout yeah. the day before or something and then over the over the hour just breathe it out stretch it out squeeze it out and then at the end I'm like oh phew like, now, now I've got my now yeah. I feel the, the the channels flowing around again the best is what I find both yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Stre- strength and flexibility like that that's yeah. That's the, yeah. that's the, you know, that's it, glorious. This is, yeah, go, go ahead, I'll, I'll, I'll remember what I said. No problem. Uh, this is something interesting, what I was thinking of there, because um, we and Dan had this topic before, and I think it was on our last, down the, um, observing our thoughts, and I, um, Dan was mentioned, so I love lifting weights, I, I want to say I love it, I think it's a whole process is brilliant, I, just feeling the weight, and like, becoming stronger in, is improving my mind, body and soul. So I, and like yoga to me, I do like maybe a five minute practice where I feel like stretching and I'll take on my breath and I'll incorporate it and I feel great after that as well. Mm. But, um, something I, I was reminded of, reminded of was when like Dan says, like during the whole process of yoga, he becomes like a bit more like separate from his body. Whereas like, and I'm going to, and I give the idea of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, whereas I was listening to an interview with him and he says he, when he was um, working out at his hardest, he was moving more into his muscle. So he was becoming like his muscle and he, he knew directly when how his muscle was. Mm. And I, I found that because so, at the same time as well, Arnold was, um, he was meditating an hour a day as well. So he was becoming more and more in tune with his body. So when, and I was hearing Dan, he was becoming more out of a tune with his body, but more deeply connected with well, it. Well, just I want to speak that because I want to try. I, it I was just going to say, yeah. is there a balance? Like, like, mm. is there a, is there a tipping point? Really? Like, what's? Well, just yeah, to, yeah. just jump in because there's something. Because um, this is this is really want to have a conversation with you because I really want to dissect your thoughts because I want to recognize in your journey that you went backwards. Like, not I wouldn't say sorry, not the word backwards. That's not the right word. But you just change your you went your direction went that way. My direction went this way, sort of degree. But um, it's interesting because when I was doing when I was lifting weights and stuff like that it was still a form of meditation for me I was still going I was what you would describe with Arnold Schwarzenegger going within his muscles I was still doing that it was still like a form of like connecting with that essence of who I truly am my body but there's just something about it that when when the direction that I've gone now I mean this direction might change who knows like it, everything in life changes but the direction I've gone now with just me being there's a there's a, some sort of satisfaction that you get from knowing that you just it's just you and your body. It's, it's like in the past, it's a, it's a, I can't, it's hard to explain. I mean, you might resonate with this, but there's some sort of um, gratification that you get that and a realization that you understand that it's just, you haven't used anything externally. It's just you, it's just a gift that you've been given. Like the body is, is like the tool for, to, to basically hit the, to, basically a tool to sort of know yourself a bit better. Does that, yeah. does that resonate? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I think, I think you get that as well. And uh, even, and this can sound weird, but even when you like lifting weights, you realize it's not about the weight. It's yeah. always about you and the mind. So it's it's always about you and the body. And the weight is just the weight. 
and you just it just makes you feel the body more makes you feel the mind more but so it's always just even in the process of yoga compared to weightlifting it's still just you and your mind really yeah it's actually it's, it is interesting because there's, par- there's parallel there's parallels to that what you see in there but i actually felt to a certain degree that when i was lifting the weights and stuff like that that i was losing touch with my body even though it was certain like a finer finer minute detail of when i was really intense and lifting lifting and stuff like that i felt that my body was actually coming numb to the sensations of just me being it's it's, it's a very hard to explain this because it's like you know you have them d4 processes in your mind and stuff like that but i just felt that i was sort of my body was becoming too heavy it was becoming too sort of like i said before it wasn't loose and it was just i felt that as though i was just i was i, I felt as though i wasn't a body I felt as though it was just sort of a, what's the word? It's hard to explain this, but to get this essence across. But I, I felt, basically, I felt that I wasn't a real body. That's it. I was more of like just sort of a a body that's been, it's hard, it's hard to explain. It's it's mm. it's, a, it's more of a feeling. You sometimes can't explain these things with like language. It's like it's more of a feeling of what I felt in my body. It's just, I don't even know if it's, that makes it's sense. It's because there's so many things that can give you this feel in the body. I mean, if I lay on the couch for like 10 years, and, I, and like my body was an absolute yeah. mess and I had like whole lot of heart problems I'm definitely feeling how my body is wanting to be yeah just like just as in the same fact as like you'll feel like we'll always feel in our body so even in yoga you'll be feeling your body in weightlifting you'll always be feeling your body so it's all about the understanding the connection about how that makes you feel if you feel rigid in your approach and then weightlifting probably wasn't for you but whereas I finish a weightlifting session and I feel strong I feel connected to my body then it's working for me yeah. whereas it could like it could be the opposite for you you could like when you were um, like on like the further scale of yoga and you becoming like like you said like very I think it's translucence with your body and, and you were completely doing all these different like maneuvers and not feeling it but then connected with weights more I think it just shows you like we all connect with our body different at ways. different times different different parts of our yeah. life yeah yeah, do, yeah. do you feel as well? This, this is a this is I don't, you probably haven't thought this, but um, when you were sort of like you said before, you like Chris was said, you were very you were very flexible and you were you were completely going the other way. And because when you when I do when I do yoga, I'm actually I'm realizing now that I'm addicted to the to the actual the stretch. Mm. Like do you, do you know does that does that resonate? Like this because when you are stretching your body out, there's something because I say this all the time that we are like sort of pleasure monkeys, like everything if you ask yourself the question what do you do in your life that's not for pleasure you'll you'll find that you can't we can't really find anything mm-hmm. like because in every single minute level there's something that we do for pleasure and even in, in the sense of like stretching i was that whole essence of me really stretching my body i'm it's a it's like some sort of pleasure that gets pulled from you to put your body in them yeah, certain positions yeah, yeah. but would you think that when you went so far and you said you weren't even feeling the stretch do you think you were craving that and that's why you had to go to actual you had to sort of maybe create some more tension in your body by lifting weights and now to actually feel the stretch deeper to get yeah, that sensation yeah, yeah. back again. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I tuned into uh, personally like training physically, um, uh, having this glimpse or theory of, of all possibilities, like yeah. being like our potential is all possibility you know no limitation like this idea of, a, of an avatar of, a, of an enlightened person of an enlightened being mm. um, and I remember reading reading just once the, the phrase all abilities in, in yoga you know this is like that's just 
that's not the goal of yoga it's not the goal of yoga isn't all abilities it's just something that happens along the path as yeah. you uh, as you develop and as you evolve um, and even they say actually when once you start to get more abilities it's often it can often be the downfall of a of oh. someone because they become attached to them or they start to use them in uh, in the wrong way and they and they they fall short of the f- the final goal in a way you know mm. once you start to get the powers like the, the powers and the abilities come more anyway so I was like just looking at okay all abilities okay well I can stretch but if I could, if, if like, I'm like really good at stretching if I'm really bad at lifting that's what I need to practice isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's more just like but like the balance balancing myself out more. yeah the balance point yeah yeah is there any other like um because I'll be fascinated to hear your perspective on this but is there any other like sort of practices that you do other than yoga that really sort of that are, are crucial in your life yeah 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 loads yeah I mean like this um the name I, I kind of came came to that I felt most content with was mixed spiritual arts mm-hmm which was something that I searched for for years, oh. <laughs> searched for years yeah, for yeah. and when, when it kind of kind of dropped in you know over over a ton of time and it was just like, oh yeah you know, writing writing little different kind of names down and stuff I was like hey mixed spiritual arts urban avatar mixed spiritual arts ah oh, this this is what I, this is what I feel like I can connect with when yeah. someone says what do you do because you know I could say say yoga be a yoga teacher or something but then it's like as soon as I say that like I've kind of put myself in a box. Yeah, of being a yoga teacher, and then and then people kind of get they they get the that's that's what they think you are, and then it's to be honest, it's it's a, it's it's part of it's part of it, but I'm more you know, but it's that that's that's um, giving acknowledgement to the teachings from India, uh, Asia, you know, Himalayas, like from like thousands of years ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm a blo- I was born in South London in you know 1985, like <laughs> it's, it's totally different situation, yeah. totally different situation, yeah. and I grew up with people from all. All, all around the world you know just on the high street there's you know people from all different continents right there and I had uh, uh, no, my spiritual awakening in Glastonbury uh, with oh yeah yeah, in that, yeah you know in this in this land nothing to do with yeah. with, with uh, people from India or spirituality from India it was like it's here like this is you know I'm from here so I can't um, any, anytime I just say yoga it kind of I felt like I wasn't you know re- wasn't referencing all the things that happened in, yeah. in England or you know in, in Brazil or pla- you know places like that all the other things I've learned things I've learned from China things I've learned from Africa North yeah. America like massive connections with with all these other cultures so I think sometimes the, <laughs> the, the way I was, the what kind of thing happened was our, our society was so repressed like especially after the war you know yeah um the only thing that what the yogis yogis came in because it's like so peaceful and like non-violent and non-threatening like these very like feminine men like came yeah. came over and started teaching the, the kind of the entryway into our society yeah. was through through the women they were like open to doing something like this oh yeah I mean you had the hippie movements and stuff but it kind of like the seeds got planted more more with the feminine oh. in, in the west like yeah western females like, and then that they be kind of became the people who practice yoga and if you look at it like culturally like over the 70s 80s 90s it's, it's a very feminine movement um, women going to yoga classes yeah. doing their stretching and breathing exercises and and having that place to you know as a place to release stress yeah. and that. Mm. whereas like you know if you ask like the majority of men like it's, you know it's, it's changing now it's changing it's changing quickly yeah. now as well 
But even, you know, when I started like t- 12 years ago or 20 years ago, it's like, what, you know, I see average bloke, yoga, oh, oh, it's for girls, isn't it? Yoga's for girls. Yeah, yeah. stigma. <laughs> Which is a joke because it's come from a culture where it's like all, all men. Yeah. yeah. In, in, in India, classics, it's been all men. But yeah, because of the set, the, the way our, our society had been set up, like it kind of only could go in through that like like softer, subtler aspect. That yeah, element. slipping, like yeah. slipping the back door sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and now and then it, then it kind of became a way for se- people who've uh, kind of had this secular life mm. that which is basically like the majority of UK now. If you look at like you know across TV and mod- modern pop culture, very secular. People don't often talk expressly about God. Yeah, if they do, it's through a religion. You know, it's Christianity or it's you know Islam or whatever particular religion people are like okay talking about God I'll get the other Christian you know that's yeah. alright yeah. Um, but as a way for people who, who maybe they don't want to they, they, they're kind of disillusioned by the church and stuff yeah but they're, obviously they're still in essence spiritual so they're looking for a way to express that spirituality yoga kind of became this in, in between way it's not necessarily didn't feel so much like a religion it's much more open or Buddhism as well you know like this, these kind of religions like, like yeah. oh, okay I can be here and I don't have to give my life I don't have to commit to anything in a way but this is yeah. the place I can be I can be tuning into something other than just you know yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the this world or something it's like it's a transcendent it's a transcendent uh, space yeah. a yoga space when, when so, you be, yeah, yeah I, love, I love that uh, beautiful point by the way as well there's so many uh, places that could take that but when you were saying before about um, about the stigma in yoga and things like that I mean mm. and you've said that like I notice this now I, I like I like me I do love me practice by myself but I do sort of like to take myself out my comfort zone and actually go into a class and let a teacher sort of critique us and things like that because I think there's something there's really yeah, yeah. Something, a lot of value in that yeah, yeah. but um, was it I, I think I read somewhere was it your dad who actually was it your dad who actually sort of um, introduced you to yoga? Um, yeah, in a way. I mean, uh, my mum my my claims it because she did it when she was pregnant. Yeah. So I went to yoga when um, she was pregnant. Um, and then when I was about 10, my dad was going to some classes and yeah. I went a few times with him, yeah. Because I was actually thinking with that, with that being said, I was thinking that... Um, I mean, you, there's a stigma now, and obviously, when you started again, you see, like even eight years ago, the stigma was even more rooted within the society. But yeah. when your dad was younger, if he was still in yoga, I mean, what sort of like your dad must have a very interesting mind because it's a lot of. I mean, if you look around the world, a lot of people who do have deep, intense practices with their bodies are are people who are starting to wake up and like ask questions and stuff like that. So your your dad must have been someone who was sort of maybe the word maybe the word, yeah, right yeah. words aren't weak but you start starting to sort of know yourself as yeah, a person it was uh, you know had an alternative edge to it yeah and interested in other yeah. stuff yeah yeah it's interesting that because obviously nine times but did, did he grow up in london as well uh yeah grew up in london yeah yeah grew up in london he sort of um came up grew up through the hippie movements and stuff as well so had his own journey yeah. dipping into it and then maybe as life progressed became a bit more settled into the the work side of it and stuff you know yeah. to provide for the family and yeah. stuff but yeah. there was always that aspect that was kind of there maybe it's more now as we're as we're still you know developing and going onwards there's there's actually like more time and space for it to start to start to express you know yeah. I love that I'll, so, uh, do you want, do you want to um, I'll, 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 yeah you touched on this before and it's something that's like it it was really interesting to me when I first heard you say this because I heard it on your video and um, 
you talked about being touched by unconditional love. Like when you did your Glastonbury. <laughs> do you still feel that? Do you st- yeah, like yeah. even when you're like looking yeah. back now, it's like, that was definitely That's like... the best thing ever, yeah. Is it, Have you ever like replicated that in yoga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I say, so it's like a... We just got to mention it, and it's like boom, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you ever feel it beforehand? No, that that I, I well a few times when I started taking pills, like when I started taking ease, like going raving. That, yeah, that, that's the first time I think I felt it. Yeah. Whoa. I felt you know I'd, I'd I, you know I felt passionate thing, you know passionate thing, and um, you know feelings and stuff. Um, but maybe it's always like the kind of um, self awareness mind busy mind was kind of there that's kind of a bit like a cloud in the way yeah uh, yeah to be honest I mean the first time I think the first time I really came up on on ease that was like oh my god like this is a feeling like I, I hadn't yeah. really, never felt that before you know unconditional love just looking around you like really really full of love yeah like yeah I'm not gonna lie that's, that, you know that changed my life definitely that is a powerful experience I and mean, did you uh, it, 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 oh, sorry oh, it wasn't oh. like it wasn't like a um, a, a feeling of I didn't have any uh, awareness of of an uh, an external force or presence as well, you know, uh-huh. or like a, another. I hadn't hadn't tuned into this feeling of of other. Yeah, that when I had the experience um, in Glast- this one in Glastonbury, I've talked about before, um, being in nature there and then looking at the sun and then feeling the sunshine out of me. That was more like. Ah, oh, that's that. That's an external spirit. Mm. That's that's on a different, different uh, scale, shining down, expressing to me that it's on a different level. Like expressing to me that it's yeah. there and it's watching and it's like the om- the omniscient, om- omnipresent force. Yeah, I was just thinking there. Do you get there um, with the sense of like when on- I said unconditional love? Do you think this unconditional love is only found through internal journey, or do you think like? you could find um, unconditional love through other things. Like, I know you, I'm not a father, but you are. Um, do you, when you obviously first seen you, your child, did you get the sort of exact same yeah, feeling? It's different. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, that, that as well. It's, um, it's like, it was like, a, that was a most, one of the most amazing things which was born is this like quantum leap, like, like a shift, like, like a quantum leap of feeling with, with her, you know, of, of that unconditional love. Like, it's yeah it's like yourself like it's, it's like when I see when I'm seeing her it's like yeah I see myself in her as well yeah it's and it's, it's, it's hard to like people because people told me before like, I, I remember I had some really nice conversation with people that like, other dads and stuff they're like oh yeah when you when your dad like it's amazing da, 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 and you're like you, you, you can conceptualise yeah. it like you know the theory okay that's amazing that's like you know amazing concept and yeah it sounds awesome it still is just a theory, do you know what I mean? But then the moment, boom, the moment it's actually happen, that like it happens and you feel it, you realise how different, how much space there can be between the theory and the understanding of it. Oh. I, I think that, yeah, that, that essence that you're saying there about that, how someone can tell you something and then they say, oh, it, it's going it's to be like this, it's going to be like this, but you can't, it's a feeling you can't explain. Like There's so many sensations on the planet now that someone can, like someone can tell you, but you it. It, it's not the essence can't be transitioned over through language mm. unless you actually you experience the thing itself yeah. I mean there's so many there's so many things mm. like that I mean ha, I mean how many things do we do in our life that that's all the time constantly like we take for granted I mean even just 
I'm looking around now. You take for granted even just like sipping a drink of water. Like yeah. someone, like someone could tell you how what what sipping a drink of water tastes like, how how it feels going through your yeah. body and stuff like that. But you, the the whole essence of that lesson wouldn't even be wouldn't mean so much unless you actually physically drank the water yourself and it went all the way through your body, all your vessels, all your legs, and then you know what I mean. There's so many stories behind yeah, the thing itself and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When you was someone else I wanted to touch on, touch on with you as well was. Um, I know because you would do a lot of art paintings and stuff like that as well. And I heard you talking about how um, through the art you were sort of drawn. Some, by the way, the art's really it's really cool, isn't oh, it? Fascinating, crazy. Thanks, guys. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. And you were saying that um, some of the uh, you were drawing all these crazy bits of art, and you were sort of there was sort of more just coming from you. And then you did your ayahuasca, and you said you had like a real realization from that. Could you mm-hmm. sort of delve a bit in that? And explain a bit more. That yeah, what's yeah, that, yeah. What's that was that, all, all my life I've been drawing and. You know, people call it doodling or whatever, painting, making patterns, um, and not really knowing why. Like, because I don't know, went to art school, and a lot of it, you know, it's about thinking of what's this about, or you know, people ask you, you know, what's where's this coming from, and this, uh, what's you know, what's what, what are you painting, and not not knowing, and kind of kind of being like. Um, not, not frustrated, but like curious. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just doing it. Like, you know, like I come ask people that like, I don't, you know, I don't know what it's about. I'm not really, can't, I'm not really going to tell you that I know what it's about, but I'm going to do it and mm. I'm just going to keep doing it. It was that very, yeah. uh, very passionate to just keep making these paintings and then, and then, you know, stand back and look at it. Um, but it was when I had the first, uh, ceremony that I went to, the first ayahuasca ceremony and the very first visions that I began to see after half an hour or something of, uh, drinking, and then lying down with my eyes closed, and then just seeing these like these little these little flashes, these little glimpses, like kind of sparks, mm. like across the black. So my eyes are closed, and you see just the you know the dark behind your eyes, and then all of a sudden these little wisps or little flashes, little glimpses of color. And it was like, as soon as I saw it, it was like, ah, this is what it was exactly what I've been painting, exactly what I've been drawing, like the 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 way them. Whoa. The figures, the lines, the patterns, the crosses, the dots. Yeah, it, it was what I've been, been drawing like so, uh, you, know, you know, passionately like all, all this time. Um, and there was that the more the more and more it developed, the more and more I realised. Okay, there's so there there's a there's this dimension that one we're kind of tuned into now, where we see okay, you see you know human things look things look normal, whatever. And then if you just, if you you can just slightly tune tweak it yeah tweak tweak your dial a little bit tune into something different tune, tune into these other frequencies there's there's whole other worlds just oh. parallel but on different on different frequencies there's like you know if you watch a TV channel you can be watching a, a certain channel watching a certain thing and then you just press one button and then boom, Dif- different channel same screen completely different reality going on mm. so these the plants. And, uh, you know, people have uh, their own, uh, you know, there's other ways of doing it as well. But for me, that's what, that's what took me there. Uh, took me to this other realm, other dimension where things are completely different. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like, you know, cartoon, you know, car- cartoons are kind of a, uh, a way, a close, a close way of under, kind of understanding. But yeah, the, um, the, the, the fifth dimension or something people call it, yeah. But the the spirit world that's that for me that's like yeah. it's, it's the spiritual realm the spiritual world and it's my my experience she's you know that you you can you can tune it and it's like the more I tune through posture through 
breathing through through my own internal visualization yeah. and concentration it can become clearer and clearer and it's like your your whole body becomes like an antenna so you can have um the clearer i've i've felt the more pure the, the more i purify and the more i I would in ceremonies, you know, sit up straight, breathe deeper, really concentrate my mind. The clearer and sharper these visions can become. Yeah. You see worlds and realms full of, yeah. you know, the patterns and all the movements and stuff. And that's what I saw. Okay, this so this is what I've been painting. This is what I've been tuning into. Well, um, when I've been, you know, uh, in, a, in a normal state of consciousness, some part of my mind has still been... Uh, aware of this of this other space, and I've kind of been I've been scratching away at it. Wow. I've, I've been I've been tuning into it, not consciously aware, but unconsciously. It's because it, it's all around us as well. It's not like it's something it's far away. Mm. You know, where's where's Radio One? Where's where's uh, where where are the radio stations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're here right now, right? You yeah, know, boom, 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 boom. They're, they're in our. They're surrounded by us. Yeah. All, you, all you need is the screen to access it. So for me, like the pen and the paper are kind of like the screen to access that um, that spiritual dimension, <laughs> which made a lot clearer. It's like that's why I was so keen on it because it was my own my own shamanic yeah. uh, space, really. Yeah. And I didn't need to maybe I didn't need to take anything or I didn't need to feel any other way. It, I, uh, I'd just be channeling these drawings and these details and these patterns and stuff. And then stepping back and being like, "Wow, I don't know what that is, but it's so good." Like, I really, yeah. <laughs> I, I've always kind of been my, my biggest fan of my own work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you ever like sort of? I'm not, I know you slightly touched on it there, but have you ever sort of like really sort of? Have you come to any conclusions? I know it's hard. You're not going to come to a conclusion, but have you ever, ever thought about what that space is? Like, where's that? Where's that actual space coming from? Is it is it directly another dimension, mm-hmm. or is it sort of? Is it you? I mean, maybe the I've questioned this. Maybe is it us connecting into something? With to do with our past lives or something like that. Have you ever questioned that? Yeah, yeah, all the time. So yeah, what what is this reality? What's going on? Yeah. Where, where are we? And like you guys are talking about earlier on, like the um, the computer game, you know, being yeah. in the other space. Yeah. For me, that's that's our home in a way. Like I'm yeah. I'm more from there than here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're we're more that than this. And that's that's like this uh, omnipresent uh, continuous reality yeah. throughout our lives. And the, the 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 joke is to to walk along just thinking I'm human the whole time, you know, and like <laughs> thinking that that's this is this is all there is. I'm just this human seeing out of this space around my eyes, around my forehead, and <laughs> that, that's what I can see. And you know, I, you, you can tap into these kind of experiences that take you to to this other place, and that feels or the other thing. The amazing thing about it is it instantly feels so recognizable. Mm. That's that that was another amazing thing. It's like somewhere that. Of, you know, I thought I'd never been before. Instantly, be like, "Oh no, this this is this is home. This is where I'm from." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's it's a big relief, a massive relief. So so healing. That's why I think people get such deep healing from it. Yeah, such a relief to to realize that there's there's more. <laughs> there's a lot more than just this, this. Me, too, me too yeah yeah, yeah we definitely understand that have you ever like sort of questioned um, I know these like sort of million dollar questions and stuff like that but <laughs> have you ever sort of questioned why we why you have the have the we have the ability to sort of 
to maybe like we're, we're talking using technology before of just sort of tuning the TV a little bit and entering yeah. these different states of mind, whatever you want to call it, different states of consciousness. Have you ever actually questioned why we have the ability to sort of tune into these different frequencies? Is it I mean is it a learner? I mean, oh. I keep questioning different mm. stuff like that. I mean, have you ever sort of like what's it what's it trying to transcend over to you when you were sort of doing these art and it's sort of consciously or subconsciously coming through to you whatever and whatever way it's coming through to you like the, your art like what do you think it's trying to actually sort of show you is it trying to guide you or something i don't know yeah like, what, one question that i've got to um give uh, time and space for for myself is whether my personal experience is you know is universal or it's more of it's more specific for me yeah because personally like all my experiences have been so um full of this unconditional love and benevolence from this feeling of like this massive good feeling God mm. that loves me so much <laughs> like every, every time I even think about it or tune into it yeah. or like on certain on certain occasions and ceremonies that like have these deep journeys into it it's just like so so rich and full of um, peace and bliss and joy and, and uh, like this amazingly good feeling yeah. now that's my personal experience you know but what I do question as well is like that's my that's my experience but I don't know if that's an experience for, for everybody else yeah so you know because a lot of people have a lot of fear about psychedelics as well and even if I you know I'm, I'm living in a in a kind of in a kind of reality and maybe this when I when I go to that space and enter into that height and, and the other dimension that's a reflection of hmm. of everything that's kind of going on for me at the minute um so I just, so it's 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 um if you ask like what's it for for me it's it's a way to connect to that space and kind of get get my stuff back on track yeah. you know like so I'm, I'm I'm staying on my track you know it's a bit so if, if you take the computer game analogy it's like being able to press pause in the game and then you go to the other page or something and you can see the map of where you are in the game you can see your levels. You can see how many, yeah. what school you're on, and all that kind of stuff. For me, it's that it's um, being able to uh, consciously take time out of out of this of this realm and go into my my deep unconscious, which which I can only do in like certain you know certain times and spaces. Mm. It's not appropriate. So say if I all of a sudden like just dropped into it now, I'm you know. The interview's over. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking to you. you know, if it happens when I'm in the shops or something, you know, like so. That's why we have. Yeah. I'm grateful that I have the ability to to discern. And for me, the you know the plants. That's just the way. To, that's a clear way for for my decision making. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it's very easy for me. I'm, I feel uh, it's it's something I'm I'm quite gross in my mind in, in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm very. I'm either very here or I'm very not. Yeah. I'm not this, this so like I can like a yet. This is why I say I haven't even started yet. But like all I you know all I need to do is just close my eyes and flick my eyelids a bit, and then all of a sudden I'm in like the high realms of Nirvana or something. Is like no 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 like but but if I if I, <laughs> if I do drink a, like a lot of that stuff or eat a lot of that stuff is I, I know that's where I'm going. So hmm. I, I I can kind of choose. Whereas I know other you know other people are, are a lot subtler. Yeah. Um, perhaps more more sen- a lot more sensitive, and perhaps a lot more vulnerable as well. You know, you look at the vulnerable characters in the, in the society. Uh, 
who who's who maybe their their levels are a lot uh, a lot more delicate. Yeah, and they, and they mm. can people we call them we label them as schizophrenics. You know? Do you think that's true? Do you think that um, like you said, the ability to sort of access that other people, there's different levels. Like people can access this, whatever whatever you want to call it, can access this at different at different sort of um, what's the word? Like can access it differently. Some people are more rigid to access it and things like that. Do you? I mean, why do you think people? Does it? Does you think it comes down to sort of um, like daily practices and yeah, maybe yeah, like yeah. knowing yourself as a person and sort of like basically just sort of being in be, being as being a person who's sort of like more looking at a sort of alternative information, maybe sort of someone who's yeah. more eating healthier foods. Like, do you think all them play into that like realm? Because it seems to me that anyway, like I can feel like looking at you now, I know that you're in a good state of energy good state of mind you know what I mean like you've got to, you can feel feels as though looking at you and the way you speak and the way you sit and posture hold yourself like you're in a sort of a, a good space do you think that like all that plays into sort of the ability to access that does that, does that make sense yeah um, okay so so wait hold on question what was the <laughs> I don't even know what the question was myself to be honest but, but, but sometimes there, I do there, these there's, things there's a, bit, there's a bit I want to comment on you were talking about at the beginning like why people have certain um, sensitivities or something yeah to yeah, it. yeah yeah personally I reckon uh, we're here living this lifetime now it's 2018 whatever the illusion is that this is the only time that we've been here and this is the only time that that we've met or something or yeah, the yeah. only time that we've uh, that we've, we've incarnated that that itself is just a, kind of a crazy idea for me and you know, maybe that is the case, or maybe we incarnate thousands and thousands of times, yeah. and we we develop our characters and our spirit learns things over a process of many many lifetimes, and you know, maybe it's just a little bit each lifetime, but it builds up over this time. And also, uh, this plane has been here for th- <laughs> for thousands and thousands yeah. of years. You know, we yeah. record history to, you know, what officially they were, you know, they recorded the early civilization to. You know, whatever, you know, 5,000 years ago or 10... Yeah, it changes 10, all the time. <laughs> yeah, whatever, you know, certain people will say certain things and other people will say it's been here for way longer than that, you yeah. know? Like some people date, you know, the Sphinx back to 36,000 years ago, yeah. you know, like things things like that. So we've been developing we've been developing our abilities and our powers over, you know, so, so many lifetimes. And even if you look at hunter-gatherer... Hunt, so you have hunter-gatherer societies. One of the... Um, perhaps one of the ways to look at it is like the oldest job the oldest jobs have been either you know you're either hunting gathering or some people are more uh, acceptable they go and collect the herbs and they hold the ceremonies and yeah. they're, 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 yeah. their job's the more spiritual role the witch doctor or the shaman or the, the healer or whatever you know whatever the druid yeah. you know whatever whatever name you call it and perhaps certain people have been druids for like or healers or witch doctors for thousands and thousands of years you know yeah. and then you incarnate in Lambeth in, yeah. <laughs> in the 80s <laughs> yeah. and then you find you work out that you know the herbs and the things that you want to work with are illegal and that if you start da 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 and then yeah. it freaks you out and then all of a sudden you end up in the Maudsley or something you know, I, like. I like that when you, especially when you're talking about the tribal essence as well because I think I think to a certain degree that's what um we are all craving. I mean, that's what I know. I'm craving deep within. When I was a young, if I was a yeah. young kid, teenager coming through, I didn't, we didn't have that figure who could guide you and see yeah, it. The shamanic ceremonies, <laughs> like that. football coach or something, maybe that's like yeah, football coach. headmaster. <laughs> like you get these kind of like quasi <laughs> archetypes, 
that are kind of take you through in some way, but it's, it's they put you on it. They put them on a pedestal, like a, like a head teacher, or like a school yeah. teacher. But they don't really like them. Don't even know themselves. To be honest, yeah. they're really struggling with their own identity of life. I mean, how can they really inf- enforce onto you like the ideas of spirituality, connectionness to like yeah. Earth, like yeah. to who you are, like to to, to understanding like the, there is different realms, there is different lives out, yeah, outside yeah. of what we can actually truly see. Yeah. I mean, the true teachers of this world aren't teachers of this world. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, like that. I would actually, um, I would actually, what else? I would like to see as well. I thought about this. I mean, I remember like obviously viewing my time, obviously my my sort of my journey so far, where I went a, I went to university and things like that. And there's like a sort of crucial age where you you don't know yourself, you don't know what you want to do in your life. I mean, mm. probably I still don't even know what I do with my life now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's there's a crucial period of when you're sort of at that teenage age when you're leaving school and you're like, especially up in the UK, it's obviously varies different ages in different countries. But see, like 16 years old, you're 17 years old, you you don't know who you are. You just you're just starting to get a like your consciousness is starting to develop a bit more. You're starting to sort of, you're trying to filter your way through sort of like fancying girls and mm. all this difference, all this going out with the lads and all this sort of stuff that's put on in the, within the embedded in the game. But there's not a there's not like a point where, um, a, like a child, a teenager can like take themselves out of that. It's such, it's it's you're in school, that's it. Then it's a job, and that's it. It's just so so quick. There's not the time in between or space to sort of you just sit with yourself and I would I would actually love to see in um like something actually put in place where where the si- a system can provide that for a, for a person like a teenager instead of take maybe take you away from your family like take away from that influence go to maybe whatever it is like two maybe two years where you can just you a child can go and do yoga or whatever it is just even go travel just go traveling but just to give them that space to sort of know themselves I mean mm-hmm. would you would you like? Would you like to see something like, like that? Would you? Would you felt that would have benefited you to sort of yeah, have a space yeah, yeah. like that? I mean, um, de- definitely. <laughs> for me, for me personally, like I only, I first actually felt comfortable with myself when I went to South America. Yeah, and I was I was in like the Brazilian communities, Brazilian culture. Yeah, like the first time in my life, I actually felt like, ah, oh, this is like normal. Like, now I feel normal. Like yeah. I'm not a complete. I don't feel so different to everybody else like in terms of yeah I don't know some kind of like way you know way way of being like um, and it, it was also you know I was living in in uh, nature you know these like going to these gatherings and camps and mm. live in nature simple no electricity yeah very back to back to nature so for me it was yeah it was getting out of the city getting out of um Make you know the kind of the, the system that I've got that I've grown up in. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I finally thought, okay, yeah. But for, for me, the electricity was was a big one as well. Like the first time I, I lived in uh, lived in nature without electricity. Yeah. Just felt a completely different feeling. Yeah. And, it, and um, I, I'm not I don't feel it right now to be honest. Like I, I, I feel I feel the tension of the city and stuff. Like yeah. I feel the I feel the stress on the street and stuff. But because I've had that experience, like <laughs> I can kind of remember it tune and, in, and tune, tune into tune it. In. So it's it's like I I do get uh, you know I get the feeling from the city, but I also have I have my memories and, and the feelings that I've that I've felt before that I can tune into, and those mm. those kind of like keep me keep me going, and and also yeah, I mean I am looking uh, also to have places to go outside the city in the UK and in Europe, other places to be, you know, not not to be 
Yeah. Just, so, just uh, stuck on well, well, I, I was just going to say, so what's like, um, you mean emphasis now, on, uh, on, uh, Felix, sorry, is it is it more like, is it more still might into the movement or is it, are you focusing like your mind elsewhere? Where Where's your mind currently? Uh, a few, so I've got a few things going on. Um, I've got a daily, I've got a daily, my new, my new daily prayer, that's like my practice now, my, my sadhana, love to myself. First thing, first thing every morning, like give love to myself. This, these are kind of, I uh, broke it down. I was like, right, what's the priorities? Because there's all the big plans that I can have in my life, the, you know, the three year plan, the 10 year plan, all those sort of things. It's like, okay, what's, what's the, the, the priority is if I just make sure it's all coming from a place of like staying connected to the, my own love for myself, mm. start with that. <laughs> uh, exact same. Get me, get yeah. myself in a feeling of gratitude. Yeah, away. exactly. So start. So that's like my daily start. Love to myself. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. Build that up, and then you know directly for my for my wife, for my baby. May they be happy. You know, so be a good husband, be a good father. You know, that's yeah. like my priorities. And then then my mum and my dad, my grandma, and my grandfather, all my cousins, all my family, and then I kind of like pan out like this, and then all my friends, all, all the community. And then any beings that are have any trouble with or any issues or any challenges from challenging yeah. characters, may they be happy too. You know, kind of start the day on a good on a mm. good note with anybody who's you know anything, anything other than like totally peaceful right now. Uh, and then and then to all beings, and then and then tune into so from that kind of feeling like I've just like, I've just woken up. And I've already kind of like expanded my mind like through everybody I know somehow. Like, okay, whew, right. Now from here. Now three things I'm really grateful for. So like tune into those. So today this was one of them, you know? This was like, okay, I'm grateful that some guys want to come and interview, you know, want to do this podcast, whatever. Cool, that's grateful. My friend I'm going training with. And my other friend who's staying with me now. You know, that that okay, that's that's like good stuff. I'm grateful for that. And then, okay, what's What's my life's purpose? What am I here to do? Have you heard the phrase Ikigaya? I haven't heard uh, that. No, no. That's a good, it's a good, it's a Japanese, um, Ikigaya. It's, it's a Japanese word and it basically refers to basically like your life's purpose. They, they make a, they make a diag- they make a Venn diagram with four circles and in the middle is your Ikigaya. In the middle is like your life's purpose and they are what you're good at, what the world needs, what you love doing and what you can get paid for. Oh yeah. So like all those, when all those things are like you're doing all those things at the same time. Yeah, line. That's your ikigai. That's your that's your life's purpose, you know? Wow. So tune it for me, like tuning into my life's purpose. What's my life's purpose? I'm I wanna be here and I wanna help um hold space and ceremonies and uh place for people to come and connect to that 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 space and that, that goodness that I've felt, you know, God, the universe, the magic healing, spirituality, the spiritual world, all the different names. So I say sometimes, known by many names, but beyond all. Yeah, that, that. That, that thing. The thing that's the thing. That. The real yeah. thing, you know? Um, and, okay. So, and then practically kind of like, I've got the practical plan. Uh, I, I kind of call it like, you know, like quickly call it like avatar land. Avatar lands, you know? My, my sort of, uh, my, my vision, my current vision, the way it's looking now is... We've got the we've got this base in we've got this uh, space in West Norwood, having that as a as an urban retreat centre. So I've got the daily classes going on there. Cool. And that's that's a that's a you know there's a lot of space and it, it needs a lot of work still. But we're you know we're working on it bit by bit. Um, 
and then having a place in the UK outside London but where we can still hold places that you know people can come and you look around and all you see is nature like it's very you know really out, out of the sea but maybe it's only an hour or two away or something you know so you don't have to get on a plane or you know there's somewhere like closer to London yeah. but where we can go and be like okay guys a little retreat little ski yeah a retreat a training training camp something like you know what all these different names we can call we're going to do this weekend here come on a Friday stay till Sunday afternoon we're going to go in like we're going to have a that'd be cool I love yeah. that yeah and then, and then also I haven't even been there yet but Portugal is calling me strong I'm getting a lot of uh, messages and you know signs and symbols about going to Portugal as a place in Europe where we can develop and build a centre where we can hold hold space there, you know, in nature, off grid, grow food, build tree houses. Connect. Connect, yeah. Big fire pit in the middle, ceremonies, people come for a week, people come for a month, however long people live there forever, people come for a weekend, whatever it is, you know, like yeah. we'll, we'll like hold hold training training camps, you know, build like amazing yeah. you know, all cool gym and stuff and temple space and uh, healing, cool, you know, healing healing center animal sanctuary all, all these stuff all these things that we all you know we all love and we all tune into this like have that as a place and it's you know loads of people are doing it already like just you know another one <laughs> like have another one there that we can go and you know in terms of like practically for like for UK while these planes are still bombing around the sky, it's two hours. It's two hours away, and it's, you can get it for like fifty quid or something. You know, yeah. So it's quite, it's quite accessible, and yeah, there's going to cool. be a, you know, beautiful sunshine all, pretty much all year round. It's, it's such a closer link, you know. I think eventually we're going to be looking at that. I think I mean it's transitioning now all the world. I think we're going to get to a point now where, which I think is beautiful, that it's, it's going to be global, more globally accepted. Like more things, it's going to be more retreats. It's just going to become more. It's going to become second, second nature. Yeah. I think anyway. I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up because we've been going for quite a while. But I think that's a brilliant yeah, place. Yeah, we've yeah, covered, right. covered some really good, really good stuff awesome, there. Went all awesome. jumped all over the place, which I really wanted to do. If I, if I had one other wish as well, is that it could be that, that um, the youth, that the British government would legalise it and recognise it as a as a valuable, yeah. as a really valuable medicine, and I'd yeah. be able to do the work in my storage. You know? Yeah, exactly. I think I think I think we might be a little bit away from that in England, but uh, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be, but you know. It's possible. Yeah, everything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. More voices like us getting out there, expressing and spreading the word. The more chances yeah. we can actually do it. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, thank you guys. Thank you, Felix. Perfect, man. Nice one. Nice one. Wow, what an episode that was. Thanks so much for listening. It really does mean a lot to us that each week you're tuning in and listening to this thing. And if you do want to help us out and support the podcast, you can do that for our Patreon page. And Patreon really is the best way to support the podcast. It basically just allows you all to crowdfund this thing and support a conscious movement. And if you do believe in the podcast and want to see us grow, it would be incredible if you could support it. Support us through our Patreon page. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week where we have another amazing episode. Peace.